All right, welcome everyone to the Aristocrat Soccer Podcast. Today we are joined by Marion Cole, who is our media relations manager with the Greenville Triumph. Uh, we are do- <laughs> That's who we play for, Greenville Triumph. We are doing a weekly segment with the Triumph. It's called 11 Questions. We've had 30 staff and players and coaches on so far. I'm lucky number 30. And Marion is going to be asking the questions. This 11 Questions is sponsored by Piedmont Natural Gas. So Marion, welcome to our little shortened episode we have here today. And whenever you're ready, you can start this 11 questions. I'm really excited. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay, so um, we have 10 questions, like you said, and then your 11th question is actually from your teammate, Brandon Fricky. Um, we'll get to that obviously last. So let's get started. Jake, if you had a podcast, what would it be about and why? Literally, that's was, the first question. The first was, question. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> for this first question. So when this, this first came out during the quarantine, it was maybe May or April, the first, yeah. the first guest. And mm-hmm. I laughed at it and I was like, I don't know what I'll say for that question. But now here we are, six months later, I actually have a podcast aristocrat soccer podcast looks up spotify all the good stuff have a podcast youtube shameless plug yeah all the other good stuff uh and i we dave and i my co-host dave uh dave harris we just decided we love the game dave is my unofficial agent calls himself an advocate and we've always we talk soccer all the time and we're like we might as well just get together film it and bring some great guests on so i have a podcast so there's no ifs it's a, it's a reality so what what's been your favorite part about hosting a podcast or, or is has there been things that have surprised you about hosting that are more difficult than you thought or is it pretty much just exactly what you thought it would be it's a lot cooler than i thought it would be i don't know it, it might wear off very quickly uh, yeah. i don't know hopefully not dave uh <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. The, getting to know the players that we've gotten to speak with uh, the people getting their stories and getting them out, them out. It's been, uh, it's something that I think, you know, knowing that Jake's such a fan of the game, I think it's going to continue to be something he really enjoys doing for, for a long time. I think without it's, it's, I've, I've been doing it for a long time and I really enjoy it a lot. So. Yeah. So My basically favorite. we found your calling, your second calling. <laughs> yeah. When I'm done playing. Hopefully not too soon. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he is favorite. very good at it too. That, that for me, that's been, one surprise is I thought Jake would be good at, it, but he's actually very good at it. And uh, when you when I listen to the podcast myself, then I really get to hear Jake's questions in more detail. I'm not thinking about what I'm going to ask next, and uh, he's actually really good at it. So, wow, th- thanks, Dave. You're flattering. Yeah. You're flattering me. He's normally not this I'm nice. Honest. This <laughs> but yeah, so his best part. behavior. My favorite part about it really is just the like the cool guests that we brought on so far. Yeah. Uh, we've had Sofia Huerta, mm-hmm. uh, who's has played with the national team, both the U.S. and Mexico. We've had, well, I guess I can say it. Paul Bravo will be on. Well, by the time this airs, Paul Bravo will be one of our guests. We've had Matt Hedges, and we've had two of my Canadian teammates in Edmonton, and like it's just great because even if like the guys I played with in Canada, you hear their stories. Um, yeah. like when you're playing with them a little bit, you get pieces, but it's more just like small talk, unless you're a roommate and you, unless you're on the road talking to them every day. But with these podcasts, I kind of got the full story, like things they thought while we were playing together, things they grew up on. It's just like the story of the athlete is really cool to me. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's been really cool. You had a, already such a good host of guests. I can't wait to see who you guys bring on later. All right. Second question. We'll move on. How do you okay. decompress after a long week of work or training? <laughs> this is slightly less funny. Um, okay. <laughs> I really just, I'll, if it's a Sunday after and during football season, I'll watch some football, maybe watch the Premier League, just watch some TV shows, maybe go out by the pool, read a book. I'm not, I don't, I, I hikes occasionally, but it's really not, nothing crazy that I do. It's just hang out, basically do nothing. Uh, hang out with my girlfriend when she's here and that's, that's pretty much it so you're pretty even kill on the weekends okay that that's fair yeah what's the most memorable meal you've ever had and why oh uh, he's not a big eater <laughs> <laughs> i eat a lot it's just healthy 
Um, so <laughs> this answer is going to be boring. Is what you're telling no, me? No, no, it's not going to be boring. I, well, I don't think it's boring. I hope it won't be boring. Um, so it's not necessarily because of the food. I couldn't think of okay. one for the food. Um, but so I'm we're in, I'm in Barcelona with my girlfriend Caroline. Um, it was one of the first times that we we knew each other in high school. But it was one of the first times we reconnected. It was in Barcelona, so it was, it was cool. It's kind of like a five day casual date, date trip. I don't know whatever you want to call it. So the, one of the, I think it was the first night or the second night, probably the nicest restaurant we went to the whole time we were in Barcelona. Uh, there's like a 30 minute wait. So we're sitting outside, like uh, they have like heated uh, space heaters, and there's like seating outside, but you're not getting served. So we're sitting outside. She has a backpack like in between her legs. Uh-huh. And this whole time, like leading up to the trip, my friends were telling me like, be careful of pickpocketers. Her friends are telling her, be careful of pickpocketers. And we're like, yeah, yeah we, we got it. Like, her friends are telling her, be careful of Jake. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, now he's back. Dave's back. I love this guy. <laughs> Uh, I would agree with you if we didn't know each other since we were 15, but yes, I will. If, if it was a random trip to Europe with some guy, I would, I yeah. would know, I'll buy that. It was just yeah. a random trip to Europe with Jake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, we're we're sitting at, at this table. We're talking, obviously, probably deep conversation, just by getting to know each other, reacquainted, I guess you could say. And there's a guy that walks in. There's other people around as well. And there's a guy that walks in front of me and he drops his phone and I'm facing him. She's kind of facing away because she doesn't see him as much and drops his phone. And I'm like, Hey, your, your phone, you, like, you drop. it was like an obvious drop. Like in yeah. looking back, it was obvious and it's on purpose. And as I'm looking that way, she has the backpack between her legs. A guy comes from behind her and snatches the backpack and yeah. runs. And like, I'm still like kind of looking at this other guy, but she like bolted straight away. She was like, <laughs> give, me th- give me that back. <laughs> <laughs> she's like give me that back and i like as she screamed i think she probably screamed like hey or something like that uh as she screamed i then like got up she like sprinted straight away she was I, I, and the girl can like, run we've taken a workout yeah. class. she can yeah. run she's she's an athlete uh she played soccer ran a marathon all that so she gets up and like sprints after him i'm chasing behind her and the guy like maybe 20 yards uh down he just dropped it was an old guy so he dropped the backpack and just left so I think what they do is they, if, they if, if they don't, if you don't see them, they take it, mm-hmm. if you notice, then they just leave it because they don't want to fight or anything like that. But I don't know That's what would have happened if the guy ended up being like, like had a weapon, like what would have, that was kind of scary. But uh, I thought you were going to tell me she tackled him. Like I, I thought I would, that's she, where that was, she was going. She was going to, she was full speed. She was, she was about to catch the guy and the guy just dropped the backpack and left and she stayed, she oh, stayed with the backpack. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, the, the meal part of it, we eventually got into the restaurant. We had some, uh, I think it was like paella and uh, what's the other, uh, tapas, the Spanish tapas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was really good food. Excellent Spanish. Carlos will tell you all about it. Um, but yeah, good food. But it was more for the memory of the, of the thing. Yeah. And that's not, not even like a pickpocket. That's like just a pure like robbery almost, like a pure mugging. Yeah. yeah. And it like, was... <laughs> It was uh, what's the one with Will, the movie with Will Smith? You tap him here, we take it here. You tap him, tap her here. You, it's uh, have you seen that? Uh, it's I'm some not big in the movie. With, uh, what's the blonde girl? What's her name? Uh, uh, oh, that blonde one, yeah. No, sure. no, no, like the the one that everybody loves. Uh, yeah. oh, Which movie? It's uh, Will Smith is in it. It's uh, it's like they're they're thieves and uh, okay. Well, thanks. Aaron Diaz. No, no, no. It's it's just the new one. She's in um, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf <laughs> Jake, of Wall Street. Jake said the, the blonde girl that everyone loves. Wolf Wolf of Wall Street. Um, oh. Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie. There you go. Yeah. yeah okay. So I, my husband absolutely adores her. Like. Yeah. Every, every guy does. She's. Okay. Well, uh, it's not my uh, it's not my answer to number ten or whatever nine at this. <laughs> I was it, I was it wasn't no it was Noah's though. No, that's what Noah answered. Noah said if he could have any celebrity at a game, it would be her just to look at her. That's fair. I would. Yeah. That's that's a good answer. Okay, so <laughs> what's the most? I, I don't know if that's the most nervous you've ever been, but if it's not, what was the most nervous you've ever been? No, I didn't have time to be nervous there. I was just like, damn. <laughs> You're you're a badass. Okay, let's go. Okay, what? Cheering her on. I was like, you got this, girl. Uh, <laughs> most nervous I've ever been. Uh, I was 
I was a uh, best man at a wedding. My friend Ooh. from college wedding, uh, Tommy Clem, I'll give him his name uh, on the podcast. So we have a very, like we, have, he, we played soccer together at Binghamton. We have a great relationship, really close. I have a million stories I could tell about him. But what I was nervous about was like, and I talked to people beforehand because like there were, I wrote the speech and like, I, I, like I'm, public speaking isn't bad for me. I'm fine. But it was more the, is it okay to tell this story with grandma and grandma, grandma and grandpa? Uh, is it is this story? Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of like, I wanted it to be funny, but I also didn't want like grandma. Call them out too bad. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to tell certain stories. So I got it. A few of the other guys that were, we were close together, I kind of got them to proofread it, make sure it's okay. But then once the actual uh, speech started rolling, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't too nervous, but I didn't, I didn't want to ruffle too no. much on his wedding day. I had to, um, watching Hunter give his brother's best man speech, I think he was more nervous doing that than proposing to me, to be completely honest. I don't, I don't know if that's like a red flag that I need to like ask, ask again, but it maybe was. You knew, maybe yeah. you just knew the answer. <laughs> you knew you were going to say yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, so we're going, we're going back to food. All right, if you're up at 2 a.m. on a Saturday night, what are you eating? And don't give me the... I'm never up at 2 a.m. Just make something up. That has been the answer to, I think, every single one I've read so far. I'm never up at 2 a.m., but, okay. I've given this some thought. I didn't want to be the same. So Thank you. I appreciate that. So I'll let you know when I'm up at 2 a.m., Okay. which is only after a game. Okay. I can rarely sleep directly after a game, unfortunately. Um, just kind of uh, the kind of the adrenaline from the game. So after yeah. the game... I have to have something sweet if I'm, I mean, when I'm still up at that time. So it'll be, if it was a good game and I'm like feeling really motivated for the next week, it'll be like fruit or grapes or berries. Or, and if I, if I just like missed a sitter, it might be some chocolate or ice cream or something like that. Just like, ah. <laughs> just, uh, I bet you have like three spoonfuls, then you put it down. Yeah. I mean, but those three spoonfuls are, are pretty big for me. It's a good, oh it's a big step. Yeah, exactly. That's the healthiest oh my answer God. we have, for sure. What's your late night No, what's your late night snack? Dave? I'm married. What are your, what are your go-tos? Dave, you got it. Oh, uh, whatever whatever we have here in the house, like that's uh, fun to eat. <laughs> Lately, we've been going to a lot of like farms, so like... Um, like pies, we have like apple cider donuts, like farm stands, things like that. So, I'm a big cereal gal. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's bad. Like, I can't even buy the boxes anymore. It's really bad. Cereal's it's, a good go too. It's a great late night snack. True. Okay, what is something you learned recently that blew your mind? Okay, it's a hard one. Okay, I've been saving this one, and I was hoping that no one would use it. So it, it's not really recent, but it was since this like uh, series came out, I knew okay, my answer fine. to this question. Uh, but so studies have shown that on spring daylight savings, spring forward or in the spring, whatever, mm-hmm. um, since you lose an hour of sleep, heart attack um, like increased by 24% during that Monday after daylight savings. When people lose the hour of sleep, they go to work on that Monday morning, heart attacks increased by 24% over like an average day. Um, and also- That's wild. There was also a Swedish study that uh, in the three days, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, after daylight savings, uh, heart attacks e- increase and also uh, car accidents increase because just- Everyone's not, tired. Uh, everybody's tired. So what does that so mean So when you get me? rid of it. I, what does that mean is that, to me? Is, I, is I, that really the reason though? <laughs> What's that? Is that really the reason? I don't know. I mean, Dave is in the medical field, so he's going to not like my answer, maybe. But <laughs> I'm going I'm to analyze the death. That's what we do. <laughs> um, but I think it has something to do with it, because I think yeah. a lot of times we rely on doctors to kind of solve our problems in a lot of cases. And that's great. But I think we also have a personal responsibility to look after each other, ourselves, which means eating right, getting enough sleep. And I think that really helps your overall health. So yeah, I would I would think it plays a, a small role. Um, but on average, how how many 
hours of sleep do you get a night? Eight or nine. Eight or nine. He said twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, Jake. <laughs> you can't. You can't talk to Jake after like seven p.m. at night unless it's like a special podcast edition. We're like it's yeah. the only time we can get a guest. Other than that, he's off. He's off the grid. <laughs> no, we had we had a re-air um, of one of our games during quarantine, and we made Jake and Omar like live tweet during the game. Yeah. And yeah. I swear to you, Jake fell asleep in the second half. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like it was nothing. He, he had like three tweets that were great in the first half, um, and then all of a sudden just radio silence. <laughs> he also doesn't like Twitter, so you know it's Twitter is like his enemy. So you know. <laughs> I'm a big Instagram guy, but not not Twitter. Not Twitter. I thought uh, with that. All right, but how many uh, hours of sleep would you say you get? I would say between eight and nine. If it, and we train, I'll nap like half hour nap during the day. Yeah. Uh, but. Are you a nap proponent? My husband is totally not, and I think that they're the best things ever. I think they're the best things ever. Okay. Um, but within reason, know. like if you if you nap like two hours, then that's bad. come on, <laughs> <laughs> get your life together. But yeah. thirty minutes, I feel like I just slept a night after thirty minutes. No, yeah. yeah. So you just feel great. What is Hunter okay? Thinking? So what is Hunter thinking? He he is one of these like. If he's he not doing a something, job. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he, no, he doesn't. No, he's a minor league baseball player. Yeah. Oh, come on! <laughs> I would think with the double headers and everything, perfect thirty-minute nap in between. I know, I know. No, nothing. I'd be asleep literally constantly, especially like if I have to wake up at the field. If I get home at one a.m. and I have to be at the field the next day at two p.m. Like, best believe, I'm like, I want to wake up at a decent time, get my breakfast in, mid-morning snooze, then go to the field. Like, I'm there. Anyway. So, um, but thanks for trying to bail him out on that, Dave. I'll, I'll let him know someone's <laughs> on the side. <laughs> like, the concept of naps is so foreign to me. Like, I'd love to be able to nap, but, like, I'm, you know, usually I've been, like, non-pandemic. I'm in an office or a meeting, you know. Mm. <laughs> I'm not anywhere near a bed unless... You know, it's like when we used to go to the office, I would literally like put like a towel over my my cubicle and nap (laughs) under the desk. Seriously, can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're announcing that we're bringing a celebrity to our next match, and you have some time to say hello. Who is the celebrity you're most excited to have? I don't have a good answer to this one. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I thought about it because I, like, I don't really I should have went with the Noah answer just like pick like Margot Robbie or something just to yeah. look at it and say hi uh, but I went my thought process was I'm just saying hello to the person yeah so, so I it's like if it's a dinner that's a different conversation like can you pick your pick their brain like have a real conversation if it's just hello like I don't really care about meeting that celebrity I just don't mm-hmm. uh, so what I went with, I went with Beckham because okay. he owns Inter Miami or part owner in Miami. We have the second team here. We could get like, obviously, we'd sell out Legacy in a normal year. Maybe even sell out like Clemson football stadium. It would, it would really help. I don't know if you could get him here, but I was thinking, get him here, do a bobblehead night since we seem to love bobblehead night so much. Um, and <laughs> am I getting my bobblehead too? By the way. I have not received any Dallas J bobbleheads, but I will. Me neither. So let me know if you get one. <laughs> I'll be on the lookout for that. I'm gonna have to go uh, on to eBay, I guess, and get like I went to eBay to get a Harks bobblehead. <laughs> no, just, oh yeah, I have. I still have your extra John Harks bobblehead. But... Uh, I got one now. So yeah. <laughs> Wait, they were selling them on eBay. Yeah. 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 Like, I found I, one I, on eBay for like. Two, I mean, it was less great. than twenty bucks. So. <laughs> that I, looks great for the club. I figured, I figured if we have him on the show, it would be fun to, like, send a picture of it out, so. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I, I appreciate that thought process, though. Like, you're, you, want, you want something good for the club. That, that was yeah. a good answer. That was a good answer. All right, so what's the most memorable sports moment you've had as a fan? Okay. Are you a Falcons fan? Mm, no, but I love football. Okay. Um, my favorite moment. So I'm a big Brady fan. I'm not a Patriot fan per okay. se, but a big Tom Brady fan. I just like his healthy lifestyle. I've been to his like TB12 clinic, like, and just no like, way. I, yeah, I've been Foxborough, like with his uh, Alex Guerrero, the guy did some sessions with him. Oh, that's so I, I, cool. I just love Brady. I just love Brady. I, I, that was like my first football game that I really got into was 
this, the tuck rule game in like to his yeah. first playoff run. So I've been a big Brady fan since that time. So my favorite memory was in the, against the Falcons in the Super Bowl when they were down 28-3. Uh, it was, I was at like some Super Bowl party typical and everybody there was like doing other stuff like game's over let's turn it off like girls were like watch the bachelor like whatever was on you know what i mean and i was like no i was like i was like no we're finishing this game where it's not over and then 28 9 28 like 28 12 28 and he kept scoring yeah. and they came back and everyone at the party wanted to lose and i absolutely was overjoyed so it was very very fun for me so. Are you are you a kind of guy that loves an underdog, or are you more of like a, I love the dynasties, I love the people who are good all the time? I respect greatness, mm -hmm. but I do like I think I I attach to the underdog, and then like Brady was an underdog at first, yeah, and then I don't move off. Like some people loved Brady at like year one, year two, and then now hate him because he's won every year. I yeah. stick I stick with the guys. Like, for example, this is kind of a spoiler for the last question, but, uh, like, I'm a big anti-LeBron. Like, I, I don't like LeBron, so I was always rooting for the teams that were playing against him, and the Warriors happened to be that team a lot of the time, so I kind of became a Stephen Clay fan through just not liking LeBron, LeBron. Which, kind of, which kind of weirdly makes me a front runner. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, so I don't have a, I don't have a dog in the fight. We play in the, the development league, so, like... <laughs> <laughs> we play in the minor leagues of the NBA. So, but like, I mean, I stick to the New York teams for the most part, but I have players that I really, and dynasties that I really respect. So that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So what sporting event have you always wanted to go to and why? Is it something in New York? Um, no, I mean, it could be in New York. The World Cup final 2026. Mm. Get it at MetLife. Well, that's New Jersey. So close enough. Let's Let's build a stadium in New York. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the time to... right now, but so we don't have to keep. Yeah, maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow, but someday. Uh, it's got to be the World Cup final. There's a bunch on the list, like World Cup final, Wimbledon, uh, Super Wimbledon Bowl, Super Bowl, things like that. But it's got to be the World Cup final. It's, there's really no event anywhere that compares. World Cup over oh. Champions League. Ooh. Yes. Well, it depends on who's playing. As, yeah, um, yeah. But my my perfect sporting event, the U.S. would be playing in the World Cup final, and therefore it would be the World <laughs> Cup final. <laughs> hopefully, the U.S. against like against? not your life. Hopefully, lifetime, the US, <laughs> hopefully, the U.S. against like Azerbaijan, so they can win. But uh, <laughs> but no, like the U.S. have a lot of good young players coming yeah. through the system. So sure. hopefully, this kind of crop of players can make that a possibility like not too long ago it didn't look like it could ever happen but maybe we'll see there's hope there's yeah. hope might have to live to be 104 i have to get enough sleep and eat enough the right vegetables and everything but with your lifestyle i think you probably will yeah. yeah um so if you're part of a pk lineup what number are you taking your penalty i don't, I don't really care <laughs> i'd like to take one but i knew that you would answer this with something like of that attitude <laughs> like... i don't care like I've taken, like, I'm trying to think back, like I've been in a few penalty shootouts. I think I've always been around like two, three, four. Yeah. It was always with Galway and I you scored the all of them. One, by the way. What's that? You missed the big one, by the way. I, yeah, I was just bringing that up. Like I, I, I made, I made the first two that we had. And then in the final, I missed one. I think I was in the final. I was, I want to say second. So maybe I'll go with third this time, just third. be a little different. I still have I I still have nightmares about that. We were like that was yeah. our could have been our first like trophy in I think it was since like ninety one and we were in the final. It was at home. No. We, yeah. I mean I, oh, I yeah. Just, yeah, it was a big <laughs> one. It was very depressing. So And I was following it on Twitter and I'm following it and I'm like, oh come on. Yeah. Knucklehead that I told Tommy Dunn would would never let him down. He misses the PK in the final. Oh yeah, it's real fun. <laughs> Good job, Jade. <laughs> in my defense, I did score in the shootout in the semifinal. I don't know if I get any points for that, but yeah, you get some. But uh, no, it was it was not a good night. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll go. I would I'd still like to take one though. I'd, yeah. I'd want, if we are in the. Uh, shoot out in the final. I'd like to take one. 
I don't know. The order we, we can let we can let John decide the order. Okay. You can't go five though. Why? Well, yeah. it like that. Remember that happened with um, Portugal in one of the um, and Ronaldo didn't get to shoot. Oh yeah, I mean that's the dream scenario. You don't get to so. shoot and your team already won. So yeah. No, no, no. They lost. I think. Oh, was it was it a United shootout then? Who was it? No, no, no. It was with Portugal. It was in uh, one of the Euro games or whatever. Like I forget, not uh, the last one, the one before, or something. Uh, and they, and they got knocked out because he because the first couple guys missed. So there were there weren't more than four kicks. Yeah. Well, Bernardo just wants to go five. He just wants to go five for the glory. So yeah. He did, a, he did, did you say himself. Alex? No, uh, Ronaldo just wants to go five oh, for the glory. Not no, not Alex. <laughs> I thought you said Morel, and I was like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Morel, I'm sure would want to take one, but he's good at penalties. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not surprised. Yeah. All right, last question, one that you already um, alluded to. A debate for the ages. This is from Brandon Fricky, <laughs> your teammate. Who is the greatest of all time, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Okay. This is does not take much thought. The answer is Jordan. There's really only one answer. Good answer. There's, a, mil Good there's answer. a million different ways to put it, um, but I think the one thing that makes me like Jordan over LeBron is just his mentality. Uh, when like in the '90s, no one could beat him, and the one time anybody beat him was the Magic, and he was obsessed that whole summer just beating the Magic, beating the Magic, get, winning the NBA championship. After that year that he retired, and came back, swept the magic the following year. And I think a lot of times, like LeBron has had a ton of success. I think he's probably second in the basketball world in terms of greatest, but he so many times he's faced a challenge and instead of facing it head on, he's, he's a smart guy. So he finds a different solution. He's like, Oh, let me team up with Wade or let me go with Anthony Davis or let me go. Like he, he finds solutions. So he is great. And he's very smart. He's a very good businessman, but as purely as an athlete, I want a guy who's just like, I'm beating you no matter what. Um, and that, and that's it. And I, and I think the one point that I think if you ask even Evan, this, the biggest LeBron fan in the world, if you had Evan's one, Evan Lee. Evan Lee is the biggest LeBron, Evan and, and Omar biggest LeBron's fans. I mean, the one question I would ask is if you had a game for your life and LeBron is representing you and there's the, the team has the same four players, both teams, one team has LeBron, one team has Jordan, and they're playing against whoever, the Warriors or whoever you want them to play. Do you honestly want LeBron? Because I guarantee you he's going to brick two free throws in the final minute and you're going to be dead. So, uh, no, that, that is honestly, that's the best scenario that I've ever heard someone put it as like, look, it, it really just comes down to if head to head, because yeah. that's exactly what it would be. It would be LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. Yeah. Your life is on the line. <laughs> yeah. Now make the decision. Yeah. No, Are I'm, you I'm picking? Good. There, there's too many times where LeBron in big moments, he's either yeah. disappeared or just not performed. And uh, I'd go down with Jordan. Uh, that's the last yeah. yeah. All right. Last one. So that was your last question. And this next week, I'm chatting with head coach John Harks. Gave you a good one. What would you like me to ask Harksy? This is a this is a good one. But it's also a lot of pressure. Um, I might have to change my answer to number three or four. Most most nervous you've ever been to do that. Because <laughs> this is it. This is this is my moment. Um, I'm ready. Uh, so the first question is: Will you be a guest on our podcast? <laughs> that's not my that's that's not my real question. That's just the initial question. The okay, second question right. is: There's a million things we could ask John about his career and all that but Dave said that was too boring. So we're going to go away from that. I want to know, um, he's a big Liverpool fan. For those who don't know, John's a big Liverpool fan. I want to know how we do, we do like a Premier League predictions at the beginning of the year. Uh, he obviously picked Liverpool to win the Prem. We do like golden boot uh, teams that are getting relegated top four, all the different stuff. He picked Liverpool to win. I want to know with the Van Dyke injury, does he still believe that Liverpool will win or uh, does that change his prediction? That's a good one. You're going to get him fired up before the final yeah. one. We need him to be just like super even kill. I'm going to get myself. Am I allowed to throw in my Harks question or no? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. My Harks question uh, was how, ma how many times during each game does he want to sub himself into the game? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> as a former player and as being such a competitor, you know somewhere in the back of his head, he wants to get out there and just do it. <laughs> yeah, it, maybe. I, I feel like when you, if you count the number of times he sits down, like he's screaming, screaming, and then he just goes to sit down. That's probably the moment when he's just like, I just want to do this. Yeah. All yeah. right, yeah. right. give me yeah. on. <laughs> I, I haven't been able to come to any of the games, you know, but um, and I was going to come down for, for, for one, at least one of them. But um, when we used to go to watch the Cosmos, I used to go to watch the Cosmos because they're right here in New York. And you'd watch Geos have racing, you know, coaching in Portland now. And when, during warmups, Gio was dressed like in his playing gear, like he was ready to fly. And it's like, you could see in the back of his head, like, he's just like, damn it. I just want to get out there and freaking yeah. do this, like go out and score the goal or like, so I, I know Harks is just exactly like that. So, I mean, I followed his career from the very beginning, you know, when he, of, when he played with the U.S. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a mess. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> I think the funny, I think the funny part about him is like in the first half, he's into it for sure, um, and doing all the things. But the last twenty minutes of the game, I think I think that's when he wants to sum himself on and just like tackle everybody and yeah. win. <laughs> and <laughs> the last twenty minutes, especially when we're winning one nothing, as happens a lot. Yeah. He's yeah. like he's making challenges over there on the bench, uh, <laughs> like twitching. <laughs> yeah, clear it, clear it. <laughs> no, I think that it's like it's. I don't even think he like wants to go make passes or like I don't even think he wants to score. I think he literally just wants to go tackle some people. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, he um, was so. the score. He, I, there, there was one goal yeah. he had that I remember when he was with uh, in England. Yeah, and that was a contender for goal of the season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it won it. We've actually watched that video in the last two years probably 30 times. Oh, yeah. Between, Mo, John doesn't put it on, uh, but – I was like <laughs> John, – no, John, John is like, all right, video for today. No, no, it's not like that. Uh, that that <laughs> that's what I was him. imagining. I was literally imagining him being like, all right, guys, video, like, and then breaking down his own goal. Yeah, but a lot that's of times – like we got him noticed a lot over there because before that he was just like, oh, the American guy. But then, like, people – like, the English fans really started to get a lot of respect for him. They're like, wow, he can really play. Look at that goal. Yeah, we'll do a lot of times when we have a new signing, we'll like get their highlights up on YouTube and we'll go down the rabbit hole. Like last year, I remembered we watched, we had Kevin Pollitz, Cole Seiler and Paul Klaus. And they all like had great college careers, but they all lost in the national final. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, so we went back and watched, like we watched the highlights of the three national finals. Like we like to torture each other, but when when we yeah. get when we're in that realm, we watch John Holt Hark's English Goal of the Year for sure. That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, okay, well, that was uh, Jake. That was your eleven questions. Thank you for taking the time to do it. I'm I'm excited to get this out and let people know a little bit more about you. Jake tends to be a little more on the reserve side when yeah. we talk to him at trainings and stuff. So <laughs> it's good to see him open up a bit. It just took the podcast. Yeah. So for for our podcast, we get to now ask Marion a couple questions. Oh gosh. Okay, yes. All right. All right. No. Wait, 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 Dave, Dave, Dave. Let me give you a little background in Marion. I didn't get why. No, right. no. This can be like five minutes max. But Marion played college soccer at the University of Georgia. She oh. was she was also a goal scorer. Uh, I, let's get. I don't have her stats up, but I know she scored a lot of goals at Georgia. Really good yeah, player. Don't don't pull up my videos. Uh, we'll get her videos. We'll plug her on our Instagram. Um, but yeah, cool. so she, she's played soccer as well. She does some broadcasting, some USL championship, SEC broadcasting, and then she is a full-time employee of the Triumph. Well, okay. Well, full-time. Marion, <laughs> first question. What led you to working with the Greenville Triumph? Um, honestly, just a weird term event. So I was a like Jake was saying, I, I did some work for uh, the SEC Network and have done a little bit this year with COVID. It's all kind of been um, whacked, to say the least. But so this was two years ago, and I didn't have a background at all in journalism or communications. My degree was in sports management, actually, and it's because I was just going to go play professionally. That was what worked with, oh, wow. you know, having to leave early and all this kind of stuff. And so long story short, that didn't work out. Um, and I came back and I was like, 
they're like, Hey, do you want to do a Georgia soccer game? I was like, yeah, sure. And I got in the booth, absolutely loved it. And I was like, okay, well, how do I make this into a career? And so they're like, why don't you go to grad school and do it as a journalism major? So that's what I did. And the way to pay for my grad school was to be a grad assistant with the university. And so I was probably about like three semesters in of four. And I was like, I am so tired of not having money to be completely honest. Like I was like, I am broke. I am eating, I'm sick of eating canned tuna and apples. And I just start applying for all these, you know, different jobs that would kind of merge broadcasting, but also like more so of the business side of it. Cause I also do like broadcast operations and I love, I love that, that side of things. And this was one of the only jobs that actually did both. And so it was, I, I put in for it and it was when they were, I think it was like April or so that I put in for it, which was like the start of their first ever season. I get an email from Doug like a month later. I was like, hey, are you interested in like setting up an interview? And I was like, for what? Like I totally honestly <laughs> forgot that I applied because I hadn't heard anything from him. And then I uh, had an interview with Doug, had an interview with our team president. And here I am. There we are. So, so soccer is a big, big, big thing for you. It's not like just a, uh, it's not just like a sports thing, but you know, that you want to just do sports, but you, you really do have a big passion for soccer as well. Oh, yeah, I, I think it, it's a lot like what Jake was saying. I, I think so many times, especially in the realm of college athletes, um, amateurism, this is a whole other thing. Amateurism, it does not even exist anymore. And so I think sometimes college athletes get looked upon as not even people and then that translates into the professional world. And so if, if there's something that I can do to make these people seem more like humans to the people that are watching them play, then that that's the joy that I get, that I get out of it. And I think soccer is one of the greatest sports to be able to do that because everybody has such different backgrounds of how they got there. And soccer is one of those sports that has a different way there, there are so many different avenues to get to the same exact goal as the person next to you. Um, and that makes for some really interesting stories. So that's part of the reason that I like, I, I love doing this, but also I love doing it. Um, in the realm of soccer. And what, what about um, your experience so far with the Triumph? Have you enjoyed the most? Like what have been a couple of the best experiences? Honestly, this, the team this year, um, just the energy, Jake, I don't know if you can attest to this, but I feel like just the energy, the overall vibes of this team is just really good for, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, that it's always, um, it's always a happy thing to go out to practice and, and see these guys and, and just spend time with them and get an idea of the things that we can do to make their lives easier. And so one of my favorite parts has been kind of bringing that attitude into the front office a little bit more, because sometimes, especially with the new club, you have a lot of people that haven't ever played at a high level. They played high school or something like that. And, you know, that was it, but they've always loved sports. And so sometimes there can be a disconnect between what the front office needs and what the players need. And sometimes you need a person to be like, no, yeah, like they only practice from 10 to 12, but they also have to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, th then they have to go do this and then they have this obligation here. And so I've enjoyed bringing a little bit of that, um, bridging that gap, I guess you could say. Um, or at least trying to help. But my favorite part is definitely going to be uh, when when we host the final, for sure. Yeah, so. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. So, and what um, I just what what would you like to do going forward? Um, would it be in soccer or would it be in other sports in in your career? Um, I, I always want to stay in soccer. I always I want to have my hand, and not to say that I don't want to do other sports because. My ultimate goal is to be on Fox, be on ESPN, um, in the booth, on the sidelines, in the studio. I, I honestly want to do it all. And I always say this when I'm pitching myself is, you know, if boomerang was a sport, like I would go learn how to call boomerang. You know, like I, I, I don't discriminate, but to keep myself happy, I think I would always want a hand in soccer, a foot in soccer somewhere, um, whether that be in the booth or be you know, working part-time for a team when I hopefully do move on to bigger and better things. So we'll, we'll see, but yeah. I think you definitely have it in you, Marion. I've you. had a lot of questions through the years by interviewees and you are 
up there for the most insightful. I mean, a lot of times you get Thank dumped, you. but you got, you got some, especially post-match. Like there was times where she'll ask about like a run that I made. And it's, I mean, it's because you played that you kind of can recognize yeah. those different movements and runs, but I think, I think you got it in you. Thank keep you. Fun, Thank you. It's, yeah, no. Well, and that's what like this, you know, if, if nothing else, and you know, I've, I've talked to Doug about this immensely is that this is hopefully a stepping stone for me in that kind of a journey. And it's given me, it's given me an opportunity to get reps on camera. Cause anytime it's just like podcasting, like anytime you do it, the more reps you can get, the better you are. And sometimes though, that's the hardest thing to do is finding an opportunity just to get reps on camera or to get reps in an interview and all that stuff. So, I mean, it, it's definitely been a blessing in disguise and one that I kind of took on a whim, but Hopefully we'll come out of here as uh, League One champs, which um, maybe I'll get to be the sideline reporter for. So we'll, we'll stay tuned on that. Maybe. On, on, ESPN, on ESPN Deportes? No, on, on uh, English ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN Deportes. <laughs> oh, isn't it airing on ESPN Deportes? It is. It's yeah. two of both. Yeah, it's two of you know, both. You know any Spanish? <laughs> no, no. I um, I know Vamano Conio, and that's because um, – my husband plays baseball and that's what all of his uh, Latin teammates always say. And I still really don't know what that means, but. Okay. You may have just cursed in Spanish. On, on, no, on I didn't. I know it's not, I know it's, it's, like, it's like, let's go boy. I think it's let's go boys or some, some plural form. It's okay. We allow cursing on this podcast. It's uh, yeah. it's, it's soccer. It's, yeah, you got to show emotion sometimes. <laughs> Drop, drop an F-bomb here or there. Yeah, yeah, I got thrown out of the game for doing that one time, so maybe not. Uh, maybe not at the official, but, uh, but yeah. You learn. Yeah, live and learn. Dave, you have any other questions for Marin here? Our yeah, I think guest? that's about it. Listen, like, you have any interesting experiences or stories that uh, you could share or anything, you know, from your playing days or from your, your current gig with uh, Greenville? Ah. I have a lot of um, interesting teammate stories that don't relate to uh, soccer, but we'll save those <laughs> for another day. Um, no, honestly, the most the most interesting thing probably that happened to me is that I was on SportsCenter's top ten, and honestly, it was piss poor defending. Like it made me like it was a nice goal, but it was piss poor defending, and I got absolutely shit on in the comments. It was all just like, how is this girl even on ESPN? Like, <laughs> like, this is just such bad defending. Like, I can't believe those defenders are even like college soccer players. Like, I mean, like this girl does it. Like it was, they were literally attacking me for um, the poor defending of the other team. But um, that, that was honestly pretty much the extent of how cool I am. Georgia was really bad. Uh, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> hey, 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 look, you, you go through, we were really good. We weren't as good as we could be. We fired our coach, thought the grass was greener on the other side. You go through a coaching change and you go through, you know, the assistant coach that was with us that first year ended up getting fired the next year. And it's just, I mean, when you have changes like that and when you have people that, um, you have an array of people that have different goals. Like I was one of three girls that wanted to go play professionally. The rest of them were just like, I'm here for a good time kind of thing. So when you have that kind of a mixture, I mean, it's, it's inevitable that it's going to be hard to get on the same page. So no need to apologize. Cool. I had a great experience. Dave, the good good news is we know what we're posting um, on Instagram and YouTube and all that for this, this this, the top 10. It better be on YouTube. Mary Crowder, top 10. No. I'll have to send you it may only be I, honestly I've never I don't even know if because my assistant coach did my highlights and I she just sent me the link so I don't even know if they're I think they're on YouTube somewhere but it would be Marion Crowder yeah okay. all right so so we'll make a deal you get the recording of this to transcribe uh the 11 questions and I get you gotta find me the top 10 Marion Crowder goal on Sports Center. deal <laughs> okay Okay, fine. All right, we got to do But we have to, the, what you, you have to post it though for like, we're only posting this so you can see the comments because it was bad. I was like, okay, why we'll, is this my fault? Like, we'll, give, we'll give it a both. You can give us right. the video and then we'll post also the comments below the video. Okay. Okay. If you really want. I mean, <laughs> yeah, here's, a, here's a good they, question. They were, they were 
if you were able to find a good advocate for you in terms of helping to find a club, would you still consider a career in professional soccer? Oh. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm fitter than ever, honestly, but I don't, it, it would take me, I would need, I would honestly need to be out there training with the boys to, to, to make it. Um, I'm not totally against it, honestly, but it would, I would need enough time to get my touches back. Probably I, I've taken a hiatus because there's a part of me that was a little salty about it just because of somewhat of the politics of everything, but also just there, there's a part of me that feels like I did give up too soon because uh-huh. it was just a little difficult. So I don't know. I'm not totally against it, but I would, um, I would absolutely have to start training with the track players. Like no question. When did you, what was your last season at Georgia? What year? 20, uh, my last actual season since we play in the fall was 2016. And I graduated in 17. Okay. So. We can get you out there. We have all of November. We have nothing to do. So. We'll, do you we'll, have to stay here for November? I mean, we have like exit meetings and physicals and things like that, but no, I mean, at least not last year. Last year we had to stay like a few days and then you can, you can leave, you can, you can stay, you can really do whatever you want. But yeah, November 1st, training starts 9 a.m. Is that the Monday after the final? No, no, no. November 2nd. We'll we'll take the week. Monday, November 2nd. Because you're going to, if we have fun, I am making you, if we win, I'm making you have fun. You're going out, you're having fun. Everybody has fun in their own ways. He won't drink a beer. Don't worry about it. You're not going to wa- No, the first time Jake and I like ever like were like, oh, we could like be friends maybe was at a whole team event. And you've definitely had, you had a, you had a glass of wine. Yeah, I had a broken foot. I was depressed. Yeah, that's the extent. Jake didn't go out drinking in Ireland, Marion, after winning what? promotion. Yes, that, that, see, that's, that's not division. true. Dave is making stories up. I went that's out. That's what you told I, me. I don't know. <laughs> I always go out. I wasn't well, there. <laughs> I, I, have the, I have the videos to prove it. Um, I do not drink a lot, but I'll have a, I'm more of a shots guy versus beer. I think beer tastes like shit. I, I, like, I like to do shots or wine. Same. I really, no, same. I really, don't, I really don't like beer. But yeah, I, I'll go out. Of course, I'll go out. All right. I mean, so, uh, if we're, if we're, if, mark this down. Jake just said that he likes shots. I like shots. So if <laughs> if the final happens and you don't get a video of Jake taking a shot with me, something's up. Okay. <laughs> it's on you. It's on you to call him and get on him because that means he's not out. <laughs> I don't want him going out. I'm his advocate. I want him ready for the next season. <laughs> He'll be fine. I will. I will take care of him. There's money to be made here. He's got to be out there producing. <laughs> I, I think we can. I think we can give him one night, Dave. Uh, we'll one, break. One, yeah, maybe one or two drinks. That's it. Yeah, we'll give it that's one fine. or two, and then we'll call it. <laughs> Jake, do do you think is is Marion uh, the next case for the advocate? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how November goes. I'll let you. Know. <laughs> All right. Well, let me know how November goes, and then we'll start working on Marion's career in professional soccer. Yeah, I'll, I mean I'll, now I'll, we. Have- now we have that connection at Lyon and the OL Reign. So, I mean, mm. we, we got a. <laughs> I, have, I have some teammates still in the um, still in the NWSL that you guys should connect with. So, uh, off air, off right, air, we'll Jake. do some talking. Yeah. Yes, yes, we need help with that. It's hard to get the women's guests on. Um, it just was. It, it's a little easier to get the guys just from not from the players from the um, front office staff. Weird. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I wouldn't even I get mean, well. We're, we're starting to get responses now, but you know, it it was hard initially to get because we yeah. wanted we want to have a balance. Yeah, you know, for sure. Have, you know, both uh, players from both leagues. You know, men, guys, and and ladies as well. And but uh, we started finally getting some now, but uh, responses. So hopefully we'll get some guests. But yeah. We could actually use a bit of help with that, you know, if you know somebody. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you, you and Jake can maybe get that sorted and we got a couple of Borger guests on the show because we want to try and get like really good, you know, players as many as we can, you know, get, get yeah. people going. And then we can kind of slip in like some of our friends and people we know that are like do interesting things. But, you know, people aren't going to be like, wow, you know, until they like kind of get into the show and maybe listen to yeah. it. Yeah. You know. 
No, yeah. I, I, I feel you. I'll, I'll drop the names to Jake. Um, right, cool. I'll, I'll All right. Get your training going. We're going to be, we're going to be shopping you around. <laughs> no, you, you actually need, you need to watch my highlights first to see if you actually think I'm worth shit. That's what. I don't go on highlights. I go on stats. <laughs> I just need to I don't know. even know if mine are still up. I'm so damn old. I need I need Harks and 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 Jake and one or two other people just to give me the thumbs up and then we're good to go. I don't need to watch you play. I don't know anything, so <laughs> I go I go with the the more experienced opinions and then you know from there. I I thought Jake his deal with with Greenville. <laughs> Dave, Dave has gotten me every contract besides FCM that I've had besides FC Edmonton, and that was the worst move of my career. So from now on, I'm only listening. that's awesome. I'm listening to Dave at all. I emailed, all I emailed um, Chris Lewis. Yep, that's right. Because Chris, Chris told me because didn't he work for Binghamton at one point? Yeah. Chris was, was yeah. yeah. Chris then, was the assistant AD. Yeah. yeah. Chris oh. replied back and. And TC John, and then I spoke to John, which I was like, I actually was a little like, you know, in awe there because you know I watched John, John's a little bit older, not much, but just a little bit older than me, and like I watched him, you know, from the beginning of his career, and I was like, yeah, I'm talking to John Harks while I'm at work about Jake's potential contract, you know, so it was a little like, you know, that's pretty cool, and. Um, and then from there, I put Jake and John in touch. And then from there, they took it off, you know, because I'm not really his agent. So, you know, I just try to help advocate. get opportunities. Yeah. Advocate. I'm the advocate. Yeah. That's right. I'm not a real agent. <laughs> he gets paid in bobbleheads and jerseys. So. Love that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, for Marion, for yeah. coming on to the Advocates uh, soccer podcast you're most definitely an elite guest we only have elite guests because <laughs> we are the elite soccer podcast in all of soccer podcasting and all the podcasting in general i love yeah. that i love every i love every bit of that thank you no seriously though i think this was this was a really good idea so um it'll be interesting hopefully we can um we'll interact with it on our end as well social wise so it'll be fun uh all right, cool. Thank you, cool. Marion, for coming on. Yeah. Dave, Dave, until next time. Yes. I'm the, I'm the athlete. I'm the advocate. And we are and the, we're aristocrats. the aristocrats. <laughs> <laughs>